Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. And welcome to another episode of the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Chopper Pete Quinnell, your Jam That Champion for 101 days and counting. And I'm joined, as always, by my intangible co host, your Quizzlemania champion, Tempest the Wrestler. Hello, Tempest. Boom. Boom. It, the boom. You know, when I watch a really stupid episode of WWE programming, like I had mm-hmm. to do last night, you know what I do to cheer myself up? I watch yeah. clips of Adam Cole in AEW. <laughs> the boom. <Yep>. Boom. <laughs> I'll just I'll just hit he'll hit back and watch his little entrance of the people going boom from Grand Slam and I'll be like, yeah. I like that. Just yeah. Isn't wrestling nice sometimes? Yeah. yeah. Things can be Good. fun. <laughs> um so yes, yeah, so for those who who haven't checked out any of the content since Extreme Rules, obviously still here as your jam that champion, having successfully uh, retained my title. Ollie's now my manservant. It's a lot of fun. And for those who didn't check out the Raw podcast, uh, yesterday was 100 days as your jam that champion. So we had a little bit of a celebration. It was a good time. Had some party poppers. Had a little bit of bunting. I was only sad that Tempest wasn't there with us to celebrate in person. That would have been lovely, wouldn't it? But... I was with you in spirit. Mm, I was with yeah. you in spirit. I haven't yeah. even been counting how many days I've been Quizzlemania champion. Oh, so many. Yeah. So many. I don't know. Not having not having to defend the title uh, helps with that. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, there's been a couple of tag team Quizzlemanias in there. It's been, it's been a journey. Um, but, you know, it doesn't matter. It's still adding to the days. It's fine. Yep. You've got to be approaching longest reigning Quizzlemania champion soon right because we used to do it weekly and then bi-weekly <laughs> so it's i true. feel like you've probably got to be probably longest reigning quizmania champion soon right if not already let's let's take a gander let's take a quick look because we I can don't tell know by thumbnails who ah, yes, is champion that is, that is very good point uh let's see we got days of days as champion i'm on the official non-official quizmania wiki 
Uh, let's see what we've got here. Luke Owen had a 56-day reign. I've passed that. You passed that. I've passed that. Uh, my first reign was 70 days. Mm-hmm. Excellent stuff. Then Sean Rossap had an 84-day reign. <sighs> okay. And uh, let's see. I'm working towards that one now. Yeah. Accor- according to... I don't know when this was last updated, but this says 66 days. Is my current total? I don't know. I don't believe that that is currently accurate. That doesn't sound right. Uh, uh, I think it's more than that. Let's have a look. July eighth is when I July, want it. July eighth, dude. You're so, rapidly. Appro- you would have already beaten that. I'm pretty sure. Let's have a look. Day since July eighth. <gasps> Eighty three days. Ah, so tomorrow is the tie. Tomorrow and is then the tie. Thursday or no, Friday. Thursday's the tie. Friday, you will yeah. become the longest reigning Quizlemania champion ever, which means we can have a celebration on Saturday. For SmackDown and Rampage podcast. More celebrations. Yes, why not? We and that just means then keep winning. We just keep winning. And depending on when the next Quizlemania is, and obviously you're going to retain there anyway, but even if you don't, by the time the next Quizlemania rolls around, you might have hit 100 days. Then we can celebrate mm. again. It's true. Why not, right? How Why not? Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Party pop is going. We'll, we'll we'll have a little celebration on the podcast. Why the hell not? Speaking of uh, Ollie being my manservant now, <laughs> what an idiot! Why did he agree to that? There was no chance of him winning. Also, I would like to clarify for people who watched the live reactions: we said it was four three at the end score. It wasn't. It was four two because the official decision of the Bianca Belair Becky Lynch match was that it was a no contest. Bianca Belair mm, did not win. Interesting. It was a no contest, and no one got any points for that, which means the final scores were 4-2 to me, so it wasn't even close. You're welcome. Uh, but I've been asking people of suggestions of things I should make Ollie do as my manservant. We've got an email here from Nishant. It says, Dear Lost Intangibles, the Wrestle Talk. Hello, champs. Hope you guys are doing well. One of you holds the Quizlemania crown, and the other, and the other one has the championship. Of course you guys are doing well. And now you can add the fact that the boss is Peter's manservant. Don't call me Peter. Here are some ideas for things Peter should do to make Ollie should make Ollie do. Don't call me Peter. Number one, have Ollie give up the AEW Dynamite podcast and let LIW do it instead, because the best team should be reviewing the best show and have Ollie do the shows you don't want to do. Hmm. So Ollie will review NXT solo. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Yeah. Interesting, you uh, an interesting idea you have there, mm. Nisha. Mm. Interesting. Maybe we could do that sometime soon. Maybe, yes. Maybe perhaps. next week or so. Mm. Maybe next week. Might be a bit too tight to turn around to do it tomorrow, but maybe next week we can get on that. Um, number two, have Ollie send the actual Quizzlemania trophy to Tempest and pay for overnight shipping slash priority shipping. I mean, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Number three, have Ollie legally change his name to Oily Davis. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, yeah. Uh, have Oily Davis renounce Luke while he's on paternity leave as his best friend. Oof. It's not this bad. Can, yeah, this can start a kayfabe story. What's a kayfabe storyline that I'll be talking about? Of Luke saving Oily Davis from servitude. Why? Wait, 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 what storyline? This is real. Uh, number five, have Oily Davis say it should never be Pentagon at least once per stream. I like that one. That's good. I like that. Um, 
Number six, have him bring back Wonder Ollie and have him dance. Second part of that is already underway. But yeah, Wonder Ollie is a good shout. Uh, number seven, have him give you all his points from Wrestle League or Quizzlemania. That's also fun. Well, there's not a whole lot of Quizzlemania points to be had there. I will no, be honest. That's true. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I'm not him. He did the whole stealing points from Wrestle League. I don't need to do that because I won the last season of Wrestle League and I was three points clear. So I don't even mm-hmm. know if I need to do that, but that's fine. Uh, number eight, have him thank you for the opportunity for serving you. I mean, he should be doing that anyway. So I'll make sure that happens. Yeah. Uh, number nine, have him drink orange juice right after brushing his teeth. Oh, God. That's probably that's the torture. worst one out of the bunch. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Jesus. Le- legal name, Oily Davis is fine, but orange juice right after brushing your teeth. Goodness me. Um, and number 10, have him have his cereal that he loves so much but he has to drink it with orange juice. What's the obsession with orange juice? I don't know. I like orange juice, but I don't, I wouldn't want to do any of that. I don't like, I don't like it that much. Oh my God. He says, uh, I I might've got a little carried away at the end there. Sorry, Ollie. I really do like you. Doesn't seem like it. Oh my God. Um, Anyway, that's all for today. Stay safe and lots of love. Thank you in regards. Nishad. Thank you for that email, Nishad. And I will make sure that some of those things happen, but I'm not a monster. My God. Uh Ah, Like to be a man seven, do things for me, but I'm not just gonna I'm just gonna punish him for no reason. You know, who would do that? That's 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 crazy talk. Anyway, speaking of crazy talk, let's get into reviewing NXT 2.7. Uh, which we would get we were told it was gonna be some edgier content coming in. We saw the first week of this supposedly edgier content because there was swearing and there were sex jokes. So let's talk about it. (sighs) Well, we've been promised edgy content on NXT. Well, we got it this week, didn't we? Edgy content means swearing. And sex jokes. Stick. Great. I have a a joke, but I'll make it later when we get there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This was an episode, wasn't it? Let's talk about it. (laughs) Welcome to the WrestleTalk Podcast Review of NXT 2.9. I am Chopper Pequenel. Your Jam Man champion. I'm joined by your Quizzlemania champion, Tempest the Wrestler. Send in your ultra chats at wrestletalk.com forward slash support. If, you, if you're really on board with the swearing into the sex jokes, please do let us know. Or if you're not on board, like us, let's be real, then also let us know. <laughs> and we'll, and we'll, have, we'll have a chat about it. Um, so there was a few things on this show that I wasn't a huge fan of. You know what? I mentioned this to Tempest before we start, before we went live, but I'll, I'll mention it here as well. Extreme Rules this past weekend, I think, just broke something within me. You know, I, I always have this, like, bubble of anger towards WWE. And it just kind of, it burst with how dumb the Extreme Rules finish was. That. Whoa. And, and, the, and the top rope break god thing all of that 
I, I, I laughed so much. I watched Raw with a completely different mindset of just laughing at everything because it's dumb and superficial and means nothing. So I was just enjoying it for what it was, and it was really stupid. I watched this NXT with a similar mindset. Wow, this is really stupid. How dumb is this? Ha 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 ha. It's a few things still didn't like about this show. But one of the things that people really enjoyed from looking at online stuff, one of the things that people really enjoyed about this episode was the Dexter Loomis, Indy Hartwell, Honeymoon segments, where they went away and they'd had two segments in the night of them having their, their honeymoon thing with basically the, the, the theme of the story, the through line was Johnny Gargano didn't want them having sex. That was that that's a thrill as being the dad character in the way family dynamic thing. He didn't want Indian Dexter to be having sex on their honeymoon. Why Gargano and Lorraine were on their honeymoon? I don't know, but Hey, don't question it again. As Ollie has been saying on the other reviews, just take that understanding, just take it out, put it in a box, put it away. You don't need to understand. No, just turn your brain off. Just turn, just turn your, your brain, brain off. off and enjoy watch it. It. Just turn your brain off and watch it. And it's totally fine. Right? Just don't question it. They were there because reasons. Johnny doesn't want him having sex. He pretends to be a shark in the sea to stop them from being lovey to each ha, other. Ha, 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 ha. It's so funny, Pete. This this funny, funny comedy, funny comedy jokes. Ha, 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 ha. Yep. And then the other one. That one wasn't great. The other one <laughs> had one good moment. Right. Yeah, it did. Well, technically one one and a half. Trojan man. <laughs> Trojan man. I know that's not what you were singing, but I'm going with he's such a man. William Regal's thing <laughs> substituting in Trojan man. Um, so we had the second one later where Johnny Gargano breaks into their room uh, and then finds tons of condoms that Dexter Loomis, I assume, was planning to use. Um, they come back in. Johnny takes a hell of a bump onto their bed. <laughs> in shock at them coming back in and hides in the cupboard. They then simulate having sex, but it's actually a pillow fight. And Indy saying things like, hit me harder, and things like that. Um, Sure. And then she goes to sleep. Gargano creeps out of the cupboard. Dexter Loomis uh, spots him, holds up all of the condoms, and then does a thumbs up. Can I just say, I love the way that you people say condoms. <laughs> I've, hey I've, I've noticed it since I saw Austin Powers the first time. It's like, did yeah. you use a condom? <laughs> yeah, that's how it's spelt. Sure. I just find it funny. No, you people just say the funniest things. It's not a con sub. It's a condom. Hey, now. That's very true. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, man, that that moment in isolation, that little moment, Dexter holding up the condoms and the thumb up, was funny. Right? Got got a laugh yeah. out of me. I, that was objectively quite a funny moment. What's happening with this show? Man? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand what's happening anymore. Like. <laughs> For goodness sake, I thought I thought the 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 a lot of people are saying, "Well, who do you pronounce it?" Condom, 
It's a condom, not a condom. <laughs> anyway. You have one and a half syllables in that word, and we have two. That's what it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Dion Schwab here. It's not a kingdom. It's a kingdom. Thank you, Dion Schwab. But anyway. I'm now calling it a kingdom. <laughs> and not the point that I wanted to make with all I of this. I live in the United Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness oh, me. Yeah, I, th- I thought Dexter Lou was pulling out a string of, of condoms and, and giving the thumbs up. I thought that was funny. Yeah. When Johnny was in the closet and... and Listening to them hit each other with pillows. They oh hit me harder, Dexter. Oh oh, I wanted to just walk away. <laughs> yeah. I'm somehow watching a show that had the most sexual content of anything that WWE's put out in a long time, and it was also written by a five year old. Yeah, 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 yeah. I but- I I don't get how they're like. This show with all the the color schemes and everything, you need to be more edgy. It needs to be more adult content. It needs to be more edgy. And yet, somehow, after this episode, it's more childish than before. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, but they did. I it. have no idea. I have it's no idea. Whatever. Oh, they 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 said we were going to get edgy content, and instead, we got edging content. Yeah, there it is. There it is, Tempest. That's the joke. End the review. We're done. We're not going to top that for the rest of the show. Um, yeah, and I mean, this wasn't the only thing. that They threw in some gratuitous swearing as well, just because they can. I mean, that's not isolated. Um, friggin' AEW does it all the time. Better, 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 you piece of shit. That's all. It, that that's the AEW phrase. That's the equivalent. If of anybody, WWE's bitch, right? Yeah. If anybody is going to to say it, I want it to be Braun Breaker in his yeah, Scott Steiner yeah, 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 voice, that's fine. you and know, which Andre is just Chase, his voice. But yeah, and Andre Chase said an uncensored shit later as well as he was. I think he said bullshit, but you know, also get out the swear jars because you know we're talking about a show that's swearing. We're allowed to swear. That's how it works. All right. Mm. Thanks sure. YouTube. Um. So yeah, I don't really understand how or why they want the more edgy content, and yet it's somehow bad. It's not good. It's not good. That's all I'm going to say. This extra edginess that they've got on it is not great. If I wanted more, I I don't mind them having more edgy content. If they want something that's a bit more adult orientated that's cool i don't think that's swearing in sex jokes though i think that would be like slightly more violence or brutal looking spots or something like that that would be a little bit more adult if that's what you want to do i don't think you need it personally i just think you need a better show but i i don't think those things make a better show but i definitely don't want immature sex jokes and the occasional bullshit to make a good show. That's just yeah, I think I think that about covers it, really. Like, again, the Attitude Era wasn't great because people were getting naked and saying naughty words. That, 
I somewhere along the way, I have to imagine that Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon and the people that run WWE just say to themselves, like, oh, that's that's what people loved about the Attitude Era. There were naked women everywhere, and they, they said bad words. But that's not at all what the point of the Attitude Era was. The point yeah. of the Attitude Era was great characters that people loved and one of the best rosters that wrestling has ever seen. That's it. Because we still had women getting naked and them saying bad words during the Ruthless Aggression Era, and it sucked. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh goodness me! It it's genuinely. I, I've seen a, a couple of people in the chat just being like, "Well, the the program's not designed for you," and that's totally fair. It's probably not yeah. right. It's probably not designed for us, and that's that's totally fine. I totally get that. There's a very interesting video actually on Wrestle Juice, which is um, Steve from Stephen Larson, his like his own channel, Wrestle mm-hmm. Juice, um, that says, uh, "Who is NXT 2.04? Mm-hmm. Like, what's?" Who is this designed for? And he genuinely can't come up with a good answer as to who it's actually designed for. Because there's arguments and there's things that appeal to vastly different people. None of them are for one specific demographic. And they need to figure that out. They need to figure out who they're actually marketing it to and hone in on that. And I totally get if it's not us. I get that. That's fine. But you can't have it both ways. You can't have it appeal to all demographics because then that's the opposite of what they're going for with the developmental yeah. side of things. I don't know. Yeah. It's a, it's a really good point. You know, I hadn't even thought of it that way really, where it's just like, okay, so is, is it a, is it a show for, for kids? Like WWE mm-hmm. content is supposed to be while well, they're saying bad words and having sex jokes. So it can't be that much for kids, mm-hmm. but it's also written as if it was written by like a 12 year old writing yeah. sex jokes hitting each other with pillows and hanging me hardy Dexter. Like again, they're not committing to any one demographic. And I mean, the Lion King is not made for people our age. I can still watch it and enjoy it because it's great. Mm-hmm. And that to me is the thing. If you make something that is quality, it should appeal to most demographics just based on its quality. Yeah. But we don't have that part of it. We don't have the quality. We just have weird attempts at appealing to certain demographics. I don't know. It was yeah. strange. And I also says, well, just on a quick point, because I just seen in the chat from Thus One and One saying it's catered for the casual fans. I disagree. I don't think it is because if you look, if you want the casual fans, they're going to watch your main shows. And because they're casual fans, that's already five hours of wrestling a week. They're not going to watch an extra two hours on a Wednesday night. They're just not. That's not how it works. If you're a casual fan, you're not going to sit down and watch seven hours of wrestling a week. That's not casual. That's a very dedicated fan. So it's not for casual fans at all. It's good point. It's it's weird. It's a weird, weird show. I don't know what's going on with it. But anyway, let's see what you guys think. I'm. Do you like the the edgy? Uh, you I, like edge games? <laughs> do you like edge games? That's sexual tempest. That's sexual content. Can't you say know. that. Um, but uh, this font, moderator Rob. <laughs> you know what? I'm changing it. I'm changing it. I'm not having this moderator Rob. Getting I'm, to see some I'm, live live admin being done here. I'm changing it to Ariel. I'm getting boring. All right, Rob. Watching you, buddy.
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Lakshmi says... uh, Edgy week one, adult jokes. Edgy week two, pillow fight matches. Edgy week three, evening gown matches. Sad sigh. Please don't. Um, also, with Pete retaining, LIW heel turn confirmed. Heel turn? Heel turn? God. Yeah, we blew up by... our boss <laughs> like six months ago. Where have you been? <laughs> yeah. Can be cemented by Pete forbidding Ollie from ever saying so-and-so to AEW confirmed. Ooh. Do I wanna? I might. It's a good shout. I've been getting a lot of good suggestions of things I should make Ollie do. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good one. It's a pretty good one. I like that. Um. Oh man. I've just seen what the next Ultra Chat is about. I have some strong opinions about it, but yeah. we'll talk about it in a little bit. Alpaca Nation eighty seven says Joe Gacy is going to be the leader of a new version of Right to Censor right to cancel so now right to censor mm. 2.0 sable 2.0 chris nowinski 2.0 and sable 2.0 again said it after the first 2.0 episode i'll say it again vince is definitely in charge now sure is sure i is. just i have so many thoughts about the joe gacy character and none of them are good no right out there i um, cannot fathom that there were people on the Wrestle Talk news video today was like, "Oh, what don't you understand about Joe Gacy? Joe Gacy's character is is just so great." I was like, "There are people who will like anything." 
And more yeah. power to you. If you could see this and be like, oh, yeah, I really what relate a great to character. this guy. He Good said for you, space. man. He said, he said woke. You know, he, he he's he's clearly... Have you seen what they titled the YouTube clip of it? No, I haven't. Joe Gacy speaks the language of a generation. This is what they think what millennials generation? talk about. What generation are you talking? I'm already. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> oh my god! It's it this show is ago. so bad. <laughs> 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 oh, they killed anyway. my boy. I know. I know. It. It's it's a different show. It doesn't matter. You know what? I'd be so much more mad about it if AEW didn't exist. Yeah. We've got AEW. I've got my good wrestling. I could just laugh at this not good wrestling. If NXT was the only thing I enjoyed from American wrestling on a week to week basis, and then they killed it, I'd be mad. But I've got my AEW, and that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's get into the show review. We'll do the rest of your Ultra Chats later. Keep sending them in at wrestletalk.com forward slash support. Let's get into reviewing NXT, which kicked off with a no-DQ match of BFAB versus Electra Lopez, sort of. They had a promo first from Hit Row, uh, who came out and basically just plugged the show and said what was going to be happening on the show, and basically said it was ladies' night. And then um, Swerve was just like, you know whose title was not being defended? Mine. And I'm like, is that something to brag about? <laughs> you haven't defended it once! No. I genuinely <laughs> forgot he had it for a little bit. Oh, God. I can't wait for them to get drafted this week and for us to lose Hit Row. Mm. One of the only things that I actually Dude. enjoy on this show. If they go to Raw, I'm going to be mad because then we don't even get them. We don't even get them on SmackDown. Yeah. 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 Oh. yeah. oh, man. Yeah. I also, they should not be getting drafted. No. I mean, B-Fab and Top Dollar need a lot of work. They have a lot of potential for sure, but I mean, come on now. BFAB has had two matches, yeah. and one of them was this one where mm. she sold her throat after being dropped on her ribs. Yeah, it's fine. She's it's close enough, yeah. And I understand it's a developmental show, right? Yeah, I get that. So let you them develop. So you need to let them develop. Exactly. We don't know, I don't know that they're going to get drafted, but that's been like. Going around the Twitter sphere this week. They're considered, supposedly. I I would prefer that they not be drafted. Yes, I agree. But, I mean, to be fair, if they get drafted, just have Swerve wrestle all the time. And I'm okay with that, because Swerve's amazing. Yeah, love Swerve. Swerve's Swerve's my guy. I wish he wrestled more. (laughs) Yeah. Um... The, but then we had the no DQ match between B-Fab and Electra Lopez, which, you know, I think it, it was better than B-Fab's first match, I think, um, for her anyway. Obviously, with the no DQ match, you can have a lot of smoke and mirrors and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. worked. Um, some decent looking spots as well. Like uh, B-Fab was setting up a chair. Electra Lopez like cross-bodied B-Fab onto the chair, which like broke, which is a really cool looking spot. Yep. Some unique uses of like table legs and things like that to try and um, use offense for that and stuff like that, which is great. Um, but Lopez won fairly decisively in the end. Um, and got the win. Cool. Yeah. Thought it was a decent enough match. 
Yeah. Like you said, you can smoke and mirrors, this kind of thing, a lot easier in a no DQ match than a regular match. And I thought they mm-hmm. pulled that off fairly well. I just want them to get to the bloody point of this. Yeah, I know we kind of say that every week, but like, oh my God, this is the complete opposite of the main roster feud where they wrestle on every single show. Here mm-hmm. they like never wrestle. They've gone to the complete opposite end of the uh, end of the spectrum where they've been feuding for like four months now and they haven't had a match yet. Like we've gone through a takeover cycle. Yeah. And we haven't and also, gotten a match yet. And I know someone's going to say, well, I thought you wanted long-term storytelling. Nah, this isn't long-term storytelling because you need to tell a story mm-hmm. in that. And they ain't doing it. <laughs> yeah, like we even we've gotten past the whole they stole his grill thing. Yeah. That was the story for a while, and, and it's just been a, forgotten. They had a fight in the parking lot as well, which was something. Yeah. Like they had a six man tag, which was yeah. fun, and I liked that. But that was a while ago now. It was over a month ago. Like, can we just have the match? Yeah. Hurry up now. Um, we then had the first of the index segments, and then we got. Joe Gacy. Joe Gacy. All right. <clears throat> so the reports were coming out because all of his segments got removed from last week's um, YouTube versions of NXT and stuff like that. Um, they were saying any references to him being on NXT last week were also dropped. The rumor was that he got canceled, right, from, from NXT. But he came back this week, did an in-ring promo, just saying, like, I made more impact than Champa and Bron Breaker, and I didn't throw a single punch. And I'm like, yes, you did. You had a match with <laughs> But oh. that's okay. Whatever. Um, he then just threw out a bunch of buzzwords. You know, you know the stereotypical person that says, oh, you SJW cuck, snowflake, millennial, whatever. Those sorts of buzzwords. And he says, you know, this is a safe space. Listed off a bunch of buzzwords. And I then, didn't get cancelled. You people are all canceled. triggered. That, that is the line for me. I, I went backstage and saw a bunch of triggered faces. Now, talk about something fairly serious for a second. Triggered is not something you should trivialize as an actual thing. Because being triggered is something that actually exists for people with anxiety attacks and panic attacks and things like that Mm -hmm. things that can trigger anxiety right if there's one thing that i despise about recent years it's the complete trivial trivialization of the term triggered so that people use it to mean upset now oh this made me so triggered that completely trivializes when someone is actually having anxiety or suffering an anxiety attack and says this is triggering for me that is something that should be taken seriously because it's anxiety inducing right but just saying the word triggered as some sort of buzzword completely strips that away do not mess around with the term triggered it's a legitimate medical term do not mess with it and trivialize it i it pisses me off so much and i know there's going to be some smart ass in the chat or in the comments after this, it's going to say, well, you're sounding a bit triggered right now. And I will say, from the bottom of my heart, sincerely, fuck you. Because it really pisses me off. It's a serious issue, and for people that completely just undermine it, it really pisses me off. So, 
don't say triggered as some sort of buzzword, all right? Anyway, he pissed me off on this week for saying that. That was me. I didn't like the Joe Gacy segment, and I don't like the Joe Gacy character because that's all he does is just say a bunch of buzzwords that don't mean sh. There you go. Well said. Here, here. Yeah, I don't really have a whole lot to to add to that. Really, this character just sucks. I have. There's no yeah. redeeming qualities to this character. This character is worse than Dexter Lewis. <laughs> Like, good lord! Yeah, I've, yeah, I've, yeah I have nothing, nothing positive to say about this. Re- like, I don't understand how you can have a seventy-five, seventy-six, however old Vince is now, an old ass man writing this show mm. and trying to be like, "This will really get the millennials going!" Ha ha, brother! Piss off, old man! Yeah. It's time to walk away. Yeah. And it didn't hit me the last few weeks that much. Because they're just like, ah, this is just a show. It's not as good as the old one. This one, I'm just like, actually, piss off. Mm. Let me enjoy a wrestling show without your stupid old boomer ass trying to write for a young millennial audience. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of it. If I never saw this character again, it would be too soon. Exactly, yeah. Uh, obviously, that doesn't lead to anything, because then we just get a match between Zion Quinn and Omni Lorkin. Zion Quinn won. He had, has a really good look. I thought he looked good in this match mm-hmm. as well. I'm quite excited for Zion Quinn. It's a shame he beat Omni Lorkin. Really like Omni Lorkin, but yeah. I, this is part of a larger point that I will make later after the main event match, but... Zion Quinn, I think, looked good. I think he, he kind of, um, as he came out, he did sort of like a hacker as well. And he's saying leaning mm-hmm. into the Simone Heritage. I was like, that looks cool. Really on board with that. I thought this was quite good. Good stuff for Zion Quinn. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a good look. He had good presence about him. We haven't seen a lot of him yet. He wrestled Boa a few weeks ago, which whatever that means. But he just looked good. And it was a short match. And I also am not thrilled that Oni Lorcan's just getting beat. But... The writing's on the wall for him and Danny Birch after they broke up the Pete Dunn faction. Mm-hmm. Like they very clearly don't see much in them. So as long as he's able to wrestle and have fun short little matches like this on TV, that's not it's not that bad of a fate, I suppose. It could be worse. Zion Quinn looked good. So this this is one of the few things on the show that, that would get a thumbs up from me. Yeah. Uh, after that we got a promo for Grayson Waller, who just did like uh a little pre-recorded video promo. I thought it was solid. Basically him just saying, I'm an adrenaline junkie. Cool. Yeah. All right. right. I'm enjoying you need from this guy. All right. Of the the characters they've introduced on this show, this is not even close to being one of the offensive ones. No, no, this one is fine. This one's fine. Um, We then had a promo from MSK who came out and cut a promo. I, I don't, I don't think that promo was very good. No, uh, they're turning me. Yeah, man. I was, I was a big a... MSK fan for a while there. We were championing those two. Everyone was like, man, I d- I'm not into MSK. And we're like, no, guys, you don't get it. MSK are really good. And now I'm like, they're not yeah. great. They aren't they also, aren't turning me. Also, uh, Monitor Rob also wanted mm. me to point out, uh, Said my edited review, Grayson Waller is the combination of my favorite comic book character and my least favorite comic book character. Mm-hmm. And he sure is. 
in name yeah. only. He has nothing to yes. do with Dick Grayson and Amanda Waller. But Amanda maybe. Waller can get bent. Also, <laughs> maybe her. maybe he is a comic book fan, and maybe that's why he's called Grayson Waller. Maybe he thinks maybe? exactly the same as you, but maybe he really likes Amanda Waller. I don't know. I would not trust someone who's like, I love Amanda Waller, my favorite character. Yeah, that's fair. Um, uh, Grizzled Young veterans interrupt them, and I was like, ah! We're getting the Grizzled Young Vets MSK thing that we've been ch- uh, asking for for ages, right? Not quite. Um, but Grizzled Young Vets, I love Zach Gibson so yeah. much. His off-the-cuff remarks during this promo were so funny. So funny. Hayes and Williams, uh, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams interrupt. And they're saying, like, hey, maybe we can become tag team champions. we got this contract right here. We don't, why don't we cash it in and, and do this thing right now? And then, um, but said it obviously in a much more charismatic and, and way like that. And then Zach Gibson just goes, are you too ill? <laughs> just, he's so funny. Off, off, just off the cuff. Um, just saying he doesn't understand what they just said. Uh, and then uh, Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen come out. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I was after MSK did a little retort. And Zach Gibson again just goes, why does everyone here talking riddles? It's just so good. <sighs> Why don't you say what you want to say? Oh, he's he is amazing. I love Zach Gibson so much. Um, Briggs and Jetson come out and then they have a brawl because they like fighting, I guess. And they came out, oh, we were good to drink a couple of beers in the back. It's like because they're beer drinkers and they're ballroom brawlers. That's yeah. their character, Pete. They yeah. just they drink beer and they wear flannels. Yep. Uh... Everyone, all of the people they've introduced on this show, except for like Braun Breaker, because mm-hmm. I actually see some potential in this in Braun Breaker. Everyone else is just a caricature. I can never yeah. say the word right. Caricature. Ca- caricature. Oh my god. <laughs> caricature. Yeah. They're not characters. They're a bullet point. Yeah. They are beer drinkers. Full stop. Tony D'Angelo is a mobster. Full stop. Joe Gacy is whatever Joe Gacy is, full stop. There's no depth. And I know this has only been going on for a few weeks, but I'm not letting it play out. No. I'm not I'm not no. letting it play out. They, no, they don't not, have the right to make me wait anymore. Exactly. They have yeah. not proven that they can do that. It's just this is, it's WWE's track record. <sighs> I yeah. why would I give them the time of day to let it play out? No. I'm no. done with that. I've done that too much and been burned go, far too many times for that. Gonna be a beer drinker. Gonna go get a drink some beers. We're gonna go to the bar and drink some beers. It's <sighs> <laughs> great. Like if they didn't come out and said we were just gonna drink some beers, I wouldn't have any problem with this. But as we yeah. have to, you see, guys, because we're beer drinkers. Mm-hmm. We're beer drinkers. We're gonna go to the bar after the show and drink some beers. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, and the, the commentator was fine. Yeah, the bro was fine, and the commentator say, "Take a look at the tag team division." All right, I will. Sure. Thank you. Also, uh, Hayes and Williams are in fact heels. That was oh, yeah, a heel turn totally. two weeks ago. Yeah, if, if it was, it. yeah, if it well, they were wearing sunglasses indoors last week, as you very aptly said. Yeah. You know, it was. Uh, if there was any doubt, then they are now booked on the heel side of this eight-man tag. So yes, yep, yeah, they're heels, man. Um, mm. And obviously, Duke Hudson is a 
face because he got beaten up by them. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I, I forgot about that part. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez is backstage. Does a promo of, of ahead of her title match against Frankie Monet later. Mandy Rose comes in and says the title looks good on her, but it would look better on me. All right. Sure. Sets up sure. the thing that happens later. No, this was yeah. inoffensive. Mm-hmm. Um, we then got the women's tag team title match of Toxic Attraction versus Stark and Shirai. <laughs> I feel really mean, but it came back from an ad break and Stark and Shirai were, uh, had just finished their entrance and Stark just got off the top rope and I was like, God, I really hate this tag team so much as Stark and yeah. Shirai. I really don't like it at all. I like Zoe Stark and I like Io Shirai. I can't stand this team. I just, it just doesn't work, man. Yeah, I. They have to put over on commentary every week. It's like, well, they don't want they don't want to be a tag. Io Shirai doesn't want to be in a tag team. Why is she in a tag team then? Yeah, she's not being held at gunpoint here. Also, I saw I saw this and I, I, it was so absurd. I had to I had to point it out. Of course. How are Brooke uh, Briggs and Jensen that much different from Stone Cold? It would take an entire podcast to explain the differences between <laughs> Briggs and Jensen and Stone Cold Steve Austin. They are the differences are plentiful. Rest assured. Stone Cold Steve Austin's character was not that he drank beer. No. That was that, not the point. That that was one part of it that people yeah. enjoyed, because he got to do that at the end of every show, but that wasn't the character. Full stop. Yeah. Yeah, I just had to point that out because I saw it and I was like, mm-hmm. "What?" Whew. Anyway, yeah. um, I thought this match was fine. Yeah, this was good. And, and Stark and Shirai. I, I like I, I like I said before. I, I still like Zoe Stark as a wrestler. I think she's she's got quite a lot of potential. Like when she was doing a little bit of a comeback, I still think her finisher is good. You know, mm-hmm. um, and Stark and Jane had a really fun like roll up sequence uh, towards the start of the match, which was really good. I'm a big fan of Gigi Dolan as well. I think she's mm-hmm. she's got a lot of potential too. So I'm I'm excited for that. Um, but Shirai and Stark retained after a, after a decent match. Who are they going to defend against now, Pete? That's the whole division. Uh, Frankie Monet and Jessica Maya. <clears throat> really needed these belts. We yeah. really needed these belts. Yeah. It's, uh, match was good. If I'm looking at it in a vacuum from start yeah. to end, Match was good. I felt like, for the most part, on this show, when wrestling was on, when there was a match happening in the ring, show was fine. Mm. At times, the show was even good. It was the the rest of the stuff that was just terrible. I don't know what we're doing with this tag team or where we're going or anything. And if Toxic Attraction is going to be this big deal, why couldn't they just win? Yeah. You know? Like, what 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 are we doing with this Io Shirai Zoe Stark team that's so important? We got like one mm. one gimmick uh, vignette out of it that was terrible, and we've never really gone back to it. And they're just they're just a tag team and a, th- a thrown together tag team in a division of just thrown together tag teams. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> Bron Breaker had a promo. Yay, Bron Breaker. Bron Breaker. Love that man. Stupid name. Not stupid name. 
not letting him get away with it. No, but no, love that man. Not, yeah, he's the he is so by far the best thing on this show. Yeah, like it's not even close. Mm-hmm. He's lapped the competition at least twice. Yeah, easily. He's amazing. I want him to beat he, Roman Reigns. Yeah, dude. Tom Campbell did a tweet saying, "Just going to put this here now." WrestleMania 40, excuse me, Bron Breaker defeats Roman Reigns as the champion to become Universal Champion at WrestleMania 40. I said, I'll do you one better. Bron Breaker defeats Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship at WrestleMania 38. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> Roman's going to be champion for another two and a half years. That's a little excessive. Hey, but yeah. Another reign, but yeah. Um, anyway, Breaker. he does a promo. He, he says, I don't give a shit. He said the S word. Um, he says, you want a friend? Go get a dog. I'm here to become the champion. I was like, this is a good promo. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I want two hours of Braun Breaker. Yeah. For the people that say I'm negative about the whole show, not Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker can do no wrong. Yeah. He's but, such a Steiner. He's yeah. so great. Yeah. He is very, very good. Um, we then got... Uh... Okay, so we had a Champa promo first. Sorry, um, he FaceTimed in to the show. Okay, I, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm supposed to be turning my brain off to just enjoy it and just take it for what it is. Why wasn't Champa at the show? He's the NXT champion. Yeah. Why is he FaceTiming in? I, this, these I are know, the, the kind of things that I just never, I never get. It's yeah. like when people when people pull up to the show halfway through yeah. get out of the car. It's like, it's like, well, where were you? It's like, I know how production works. Call time is like five hours before the start of the show. Yeah. So like, why are you just arriving now? And this is another thing. It's like, well, where is he? Why is he not yeah. there? He's the champion. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And also Champa said that Breaker's going to drown in an ocean of an experience. Did he say of unexperience or did he I just say like of experience? Did. I feel like he said an experience. And I, that was the bit that made me very confused about it. I might need to re listen to it because there was something that just sounded very off to me. And I was like, oh, that was a I, lot of words that shouldn't have been there. Yeah. I, I think, I think he said you're going to drown in an ocean of experience. That's okay. He's a rookie. That's okay. Yeah. Ish. Still scripted a bit weird. He so, said inexperience. Of, of inexperience. That's why we're getting confused. That that also makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. That's why I thought it was an experience, and that's why they thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. And I mean, right on. It's the, it's an okay line. I still think it's weirdly scripted, but mm-hmm. it's much better than an ocean of an experience. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> that would make sense. That's not words. Um, but uh, yeah. Then after that, we got Boa. We got bad pacing versus Andre Chase. Yes, we did. I'm, you know what? I've done my rant about pacing. I'm not going back to it again. I've said my thing. WWE can't do pacing. That's it. They sure can't. I, I, I unleashed in the edited review this week. You did. You know, where it was, I, if it, if you show me someone coming out and then by the time their match starts, I've forgotten that they came out, that's a problem. That's a big problem. This Bola comes out with Mei Ying, and then they cut to commercial, which is already a strike, and then they go to the Braun Breaker 
video package, and then they go to the Tommaso Ciampa interview segment, and then they go back to the ring and Boa's still there. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof, I, I would like one person from WWE to show me why this happens, what they think is so great about this. Well, in in their mind, what I'm pretty sure it is, is you have the entrance for... It's a thing to make you stick around. It goes, this person is entering, which means they're going to be in action really soon, so stick around after this ad break. You cut to the ad break, you come back, but then you can squeeze in a couple more things because the person knows that the thing they watched before the ad break is coming, so we can shove this in here before the thing happens, and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, it's probably the draw before the ad break, but then you come back, you need to have the thing after the ad break. Like, yeah. that's just how it works. But that's Stupid. not what they do. Yeah, oh, wow. I've also just noticed that uh, moderator Rob has put hashtag justice for the fonts in our, in our ultra dark page. <laughs> oh he my doesn't, God. He's put it everywhere. <laughs> There's so many fonts. Hold on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a screenshot of this. Oh, my goodness. Up on the stream here. Uh, there's there's a lot going on. Happen? I looked I, up I once and I was like, "There's so many colors." <laughs> uh, I was um, uh, where's the thing? What am I getting here? There. And now let's see if I can upload this. Uh, where's an image? Sorry, <laughs> I know I'm 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 not saying much that's interesting, and this is going to be great audio content uh, for anyone listening that won't be able to see this. But here we go. This is uploading. This is what we see on our Ultra Chat Doc. <laughs> thank you moderator rob you're great um but seriously don't do that font ever again um anyway sorry where did i get to boa oh god this stupid ass match we've said it before so over so over tian shah there's no point to it change change the channel heat yeah 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 totally you know there's there's a few there's a few things on the show that are now just changed channel heat. Like genuinely, if I didn't review this show for work, I would not watch it. No, I would not yeah. watch NXT 2.0 at this point. No. And it's because of segments like this and segments like Joe Gacy. But mm-hmm. we've talked about him already. Yeah, I don't get what the point of this match and this. It's not even a storyline. It's just a series no. of of segments with Tian exactly, Shaw. Yeah. It's just I don't want to see them anymore. I want them to go away. Yeah. Um, Why is Andre Chase wrestling in a dumbass sweater? I don't mind it. He's a he's a lecturer person. It, it's a university like you know. It's like a like a what, what's a what's the thing called a frat? Is that what it is? I don't know. Is I don't, it? I don't know. This doesn't seem like a sigma sigma beta chase whatever. All right. oh, <laughs> I've just seen the yeah. fightfuls in the chat. We got, got the rubber, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, if that's Sean, hi Sean. Also, hi what? Sean. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. God, that's what we need from NXT 2.0. Immature sex jokes. I love it. Hey, we're allowed to do immature sex jokes. They're not. That's how. That's how it works. Okay. That's just how it goes. Um, also, Boa did a very basic reverse DDT, and then the commentary goes, you can count to 100. I was like, can you? It's Boa. He doesn't win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. God. This match, this um, match sucked. 
Yeah, it wasn't Andre Chase yeah, rolls out and he gets he gets blown the smoke oh, in his face and he's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, whatever. As if I'm this doesn't so happen in every match. It just yeah, sucks. It's so ass. This is dog um, ass. We then got the second index honeymoon segment, which we've already spoken about, which was the funny, funny one. one. Yeah. Um, and then we got Roderick Strong versus Grayson Waller, and I put out of this uh, great showing for Waller. I say mm-hmm. he has some very exciting offense. I think he looked good. Like the the timing and all of his spots and stuff like that looked really, really good. Um, really like a cool looking move where he kind of like dive through the bottom rope from the outside, dive through the bottom rope into like a stunner, which looked really cool. There's a cool mm-hmm. like little elbow drop he did in there. There's lots of stuff that like pop the crowd quite a lot. Exciting offense. But Roderick Strong got the win with a, a knee from out of nowhere and uh, and got the win, which is cool. And you know what? I'm coming around on the presentation of Diamond Vine. I don't know what it was. It was just the the visual afterwards of Roddy Strong celebrating. They're, they're holding up the diamond mine like flag behind him. Everyone in tracks mm-hmm. was like celebrating the guy that did it. I was like, I'm I'm getting this presentation. I'm I'm starting to get on board with it now. It's still not great, and I still think that needs to transition into Roddy's matches more to change his actual wrestling style to fit that kind of um, aesthetic. But I'm coming around on the on the gimmick as a whole. I think. Yeah, I still think Roddy Strong is a little bit bland in this character and presentation, but I really like the flag bit. I don't know why. I just like flags in wrestling, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's like having having your own like team logo or like a banner or something like that. I just I like that sort of thing. It makes it feel a little mm-hmm. bit more sports based. And that well, to me is is good. question because you said earlier that you don't like Amanda uh, Amanda Waller. Do you mm-hmm. like Rick Flag? That's important oh. because you said you like flags. That's a very specific flag. That's a flag <laughs> with two G's. I like I like Ric Flair in The Suicide Squad. Ric Flair? He's, he, Correct. Ric Flair? Ric Flag! That's, that's what you said. You said Ric Flair. I did not say Ric Flair. I absolutely <laughs> did not say Ric Flair. I like Ric Flag in, uh, in The Suicide the Squad. The Suicide Squad. Not, not really Suicide anywhere Squad. else. Yeah. He's, he's whatever. It's Ric Flag. Yeah. Who cares about Ric Flag? Rick, his name is Ric Flag. It, sh- it sure is. But yeah, I like this match, though. I mm. thought Grayson Waller looked very good, and he was someone that I hadn't really seen because his one match took place on the week that I wasn't here. I was in Chicago. So this was the first time that I got to see Grayson Waller, and it was it was solid match. You yeah. know, I thought this was the best thing on the show. I liked yeah. it. Yep, same here. I'm, I'm looking forward to more Grayson Waller, which, you know, I couldn't have said at the start of the show, so... Thumbs up from me. That was good. Indeed. Uh, LA Knight and Odyssey Jones had a little backstage bit. Um, and then I'd say, I'm going to beat you. And Odyssey Jones says, you ain't never faced anyone like me. And then Andre Trace walks by and says, that was bullshit. And then they cool. fight. It's so edgy, Pete. They said the S word. They said it twice. Seth Rollins was very excited about it. Yeah, he, he, he was. He tw- he's like, we get to, we get to say shit. Now, now, hashtag oh. shit. Oh, he tweet. he he would he would be one of the folk to just be like, "Ooh, gonna spice up these promos a little bit now." <laughs> um, Dante Chen got a little video package, which was cool. Uh, Cora Jade and Trey Baxter got a little backstage promo. Cora Jade is twenty. Didn't know that. Goodness me, she's young. And um. And then she's saying that, you know, I'm excited to, to be on NXT and stuff like that. <laughs> Wade Barrett. 
<laughs> then called them out. So funny on commentary because he hates Index so much. Calls out Cora Jade and, and Trey Baxter being like, they're just trying to have a relationship because they saw how popular Index have been in NXT. And they're just trying to get some, some sort of story so the fans will like him. I was like, Barrett, you're great. You keep yeah. doing it, Barrett. You're great, mate. Wasn't um, wasn't a big fan of the scripting of this interview segment. <laughs> Corey J. Corey J. Just talks like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna gonna have a match." And Trey Bax is like, "Make sure you didn't do it. What I did last week, which was lose, yeah. loser." And she's like, yeah. "Yeah, don't worry, I'm not gonna do what you did." And he's like, "Oh, thanks for that, or good one, or whatever." I was like, "Who wrote this? Yeah. It's yeah, so yeah. bad. Oh God, I just want good writing. That's all I want. Yeah. All I want yeah. is good writing." Speaking of good writing, lashing out. Oh Lash dear! Legend, I forgot about this. Oh no! We um, weren't excited for this last week. Positives: it was a pre-recorded talk show. Mm-hmm. It's basically just a promo. It's a promo style for Lash. Le- Her name is Lash Legend. It's already a strike against her. Yeah, 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 yeah. The audio was really bad for this segment, and I don't know why, but it just was. It was poor quality audio for this, which did which didn't help. And is she a face or a heel? No idea. I couldn't tell you because she said, oh, did you guys see Cora Jade and Trey Baxter kissing in the locker room? She needs a real man like Ikemenjiro? So she's a babyface. But Cora Jade and Trey Baxter are babyfaces, so why doesn't she like them? And then she said she doesn't like Andre Chase, who's a heel, but also he got beaten up by Boa, who's a heel. So now was he a face? Because he was a heel last week, uh, and he interrupted the wedding by being a heel, but now he's a face too, I guess. And also, when they, when uh, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams turned heel, they attacked Duke Hudson, who was a heel. So is he now a face? I just... What's happening on this show, Tempest? Blue screen of death happening in my mind right now. Yeah. Just does not compute. Error, error, error. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who this woman is. I don't know why she has a talk show. I don't know what the point of anything that she said was. And those are, are things that yeah. I would hope that you would get across in your first promo. I, I just don't... You know? I, ca- I came out of this going... Which isn't really the reaction you want. For audio listeners, that was a confused face. Um, I, j- I don't know what the point was of any of this. Haven't got a clue. She's like, yeah, I was, I was in the WNBA or something like that. Or I was in college basketball and I got drafted yeah. to the WNBA and I was like, okay, that's that a little good. bit. Of, that's a little bit of something. Yeah. Perhaps we can expand on that and explain why that you are here in professional wrestling and not basketball or mm-hmm. something like this. But yeah. no, we just didn't get it. And then more pacing, Pete, <laughs> because I sat through this entire segment and then a fight breaks out and they cut to commercial. Of course they did. Because Piss off. you do a little bit of the thing and they go, stick around, because there's more of this after the ad break. Um, Kyle Riley attacks Ridge Holland during his entrance, and you have Kyle Riley versus Ridge Holland. Why is this not treated like a big deal at all? Because Kyle Riley's not a big deal anymore. 
No, he's not. That's why this was this was almost a throwaway segment in importance on the show. And this is Rich Holland, who was mad protected in the old NXT, and Kyle O'Reilly, who was vying for the NXT Championship and was the guy who defeated Adam Cole at Takeover Thirty Six. Oh man. Oh man, I thought Kyle was going to be the one to beat Karrion Cross and be the next big, awesome, mega NXT babyface. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Yeah, 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 yeah. My uh, boy! So, so my, so my notes for this one are look, look, look at all the new stuff. Kyle O'Reilly. Eh. Kyle O'Reilly wins with a roll up after a failed distraction. It's Von Wagner! Look at. He's tall! Look at the size of Von Wagner! Look at him! He's new! He sure is tall, too. Goddamn. That was I see a lot of potential in him. He's got a dumb name, too, but I think Von Wagner could be, like, a, a big deal. Ollie keeps calling him Von Wagner. I'm like, no, Ollie, <laughs> it's Von Wagner, which sounds much worse. Vin uh. Wanger. <laughs> uh, there's a failed distraction from Pete Dunne. It was really stupid. Did a little distraction finish, but Kyle already got the win anyway. Von Wagner came out and saved him from the post-match beatdown. Von Wagner's the most important person out of the four people here, including yeah. Kyle Riley and Pete Dunne. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't know. <laughs> you know, like, I don't I don't want to get into, like, speculation of people leaving companies and whatnot, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know... AEW's got a great tag division. Red Dragon would look really good in that tag division. Sure would, right? Because, I mean, like, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with Kyle O'Reilly now. Like, I love him. He's one of my favorite guys in the world. But, like, boy, does he feel unimportant right now. Yeah. We then got my favorite thing on the show. Tony D'Angelo is here. It's not D'Angelo. It's Shut up! It's D'Angelo! Tony D'Angelo. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, we just got finished watching the Kyle Orley match. <laughs> Goodness me. So t- Tony, Tony D'Angelo is here. <sighs> His promo was just... Hey, yeah, my cousin on the on the docks, and hey, we sell we sell the trucks, and maybe we murder people. You know how it is. Anyway, I'm gonna wrestle next week. Bye. And that was the whole promo. There's no link between anything that he says and wrestling. There's, oh. there's no link at all. It's just him being just like, hey. Oh my god, you know how it is. Maybe there's this little situation they call me up and say, hey Tony, and then I come down and I take care of it. You know how it is. Debuting next week. What? There's, there's nothing. There's nothing about like how him being a mobster influences wrestling style, or how he's going to take some of the things that he's learned here and he's going to beat people in NXT. N- nothing. There's nothing at all. Nothing to do with anything. It's just him being like, "I'm a gangster," and he's debuting next week. What? <laughs> I love it so much. It's so dumb. Well, I was I was gonna do a an, an accent mocking Tony D'Angelo, but I don't think I can top that one. That was that was that was good. That was good. Yeah, God, I hate it. I hate it. Oh, I'm not giving it a chance. So funny. It's, it's so funny. This is the dumbest thing. 
Uh, dude, he's already been completely written off for me. I'm just going to laugh. I'm just laughing. It's just so funny. Uh, oh, yeah. Man. Literally, someone backstage watched The Sopranos this week. <laughs> yeah, totally. Or like two weeks ago, whenever he showed up. And that's just like, that's the point. He's yeah. just, he's, he's mobster. See, this is when you have characters like this, who, like we mentioned, are like caricatures of things. Yes. And you have like an Italian-American character that was good, like Enzo Amore, because his character wasn't, I'm an Italian-American. He had more levels to it. That was part of it. It influenced like the, the theme song and how he like the style he cut his promos and stuff like that. But he had much more layers to his character, as did Big, Big Cass, than I am mobster. See, again, the point of Stone Cold Steve Austin was not that he was cold. Chili <laughs> yeah. McFreeze. Chili McFreeze, yeah. You know, if they had their way, Steve Austin would have been Chili McFreeze or Ice Dagger or whatever. Mm. Baron Von Bang, Mc, Bang McFrost. Yeah, and we would have, he would have been on TV for. Oh, goodness me. <laughs> like, can we not get that level of creative thinking anymore? Does that, does that not exist in WWE? Can we not, can we not, whatever. I'm not, I'm not getting into it. Yeah, whatever. It's fun. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, we got confirmation the next week is going to be Odyssey Jones versus LA Knight and the eight man tag of MSK and Brooks and Jensen versus Chris John Betts and Hayes Williams. And then we got the main event of Raquel Gonzalez versus Frankie Monet. My first note of this match is Gonzalez wins. All right. Yeah. Like, there was nothing wrong with this match. I thought it was decent, but so disappointing for how they originally presented Frankie Monet to what she is now. The whole Robert Stone brand thing was pointless. Her being the person that we thought was going to dethrone Raquel originally to nothing. Yeah. Okay. Now, this is the point I want to make about this show. I can't find any solid evidence of this thing happening on the show. It's just a feeling. But everything about the old NXT that's still there feels unimportant. It's like they... Yeah, it does, it's doesn't like it? They, they resent having the people there from the old NXT. When you look at the guys like Kyle O'Reilly and even Rich Holland, who technically is part of it, still being like unprotected at this point, his segments don't matter. Frankie Monet is just like, oh yeah, yeah, we'll do the title match that you wanted. Whatever, have a lose, doesn't matter. Mandy Rose though, toxic attraction. Look, look how important they are. This is great. Grayson Waller, Roderick Strong. Uh, 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 Grayson Waller though, look at the important. Tony Dan, Bron Breaker, Champa, oh, he can FaceTime it. Bron Breaker though. And it's fine because Bron Break is great. But for all the other people, it just feels like they're so resentful of all the people that were on the old NXT and they just don't care about them anymore. And now they're presenting all the new people as the actual important guys. And I understand you want to have the, the new people be like the focus of the show because it's a new show and you've got new characters and stuff like that. But it just feels so off all the time and i can't i can't pinpoint anything because you can say kyle already had a match this weekend yeah he did and it got a an okay amount of time it wasn't a huge amount or anything but it was okay but it's just it just feels off you know what i mean mm -hmm. it has an i know what you mean yeah asset to it <laughs> hmm. yeah i don't know it's strange and i've even felt that way about like the champions you know mm. i haven't felt like raquel gonzalez has been very important these first three weeks and MSK wasn't on any shows until this week. 
You know, just it does feel like they're focusing on what's new and what is still there is an inconvenience at yes. times. Yes, you know? that's what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's 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 interesting. It it yeah. very much is interesting because we were we were all gung ho on Frankie Monet being the person to beat Raquel Gonzalez down the line, and that's not going to happen now. It looks like anyway. Match was yeah. fine, but it was just kind of there. Yeah, which is such a shame. Mm-hmm. Is what it is. After the match, Toxic Attraction come out, beat up the Robert Stone brand, and then they beat up Raquel. And Mandy's going for the NXT Championship, NXT Women's Championship. All right. Well, would like her to win some matches first. Yeah. Yeah. Like the three of these folk have won their one six women tag match a week or two ago. And that's it. I don't think Gigi Dolan has another win in NXT Mm -hmm. otherwise. Yeah. I'm pretty sure JC Jane does not. Mandy Rose does not. Mmm. It's yeah. just wins and losses and whatever. And I know that they don't matter, but they should. They should. Yeah. And just because I get beaten down by the sentiment that wins and losses don't matter doesn't mean that they don't matter. Yeah. Yes. You're right. You're right. And here's the thing that I was going to mention at the top of the show, but I'll mention it now. With the the trying to be more open mindset and just taking out the whole understanding part of it, there's always going to be the caveat for when I enjoy something on NXT, there's always going to be the caveat of, but it has all the normal WWE problems. That's just a given for basically any segment that's on the show. Still, the camera is going to make me annoyed. The commentary is probably going to make me annoyed. The characters are probably still going to make me annoyed. So when I say I enjoy something, it's I enjoy something, and also there's all, all these other things that still go on. But I can't say that every time because then we'll just end up the same as normal WWE, which is the same show every week because we'll just be talking about the same problems because they won't change ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that that is like whenever I bring up the little minus ones, it's all those mm-hmm. things that you just listed. Yeah. It's all those things that just exist. And they're in the back of your head as you watch. And you don't bring them up in the review of every segment because it gets repetitive, but they're always there. So even at the very best that a WWE show or segment will be, odds are those things are still there in the back of my mind, whittling it down. So if there's a 10 out of 10 great WWE segment, in my mind, it's now like an 8 or a mm. 7. And it's still, it might be good, but it can't be the 10 because there's all these things wrong with them. Totally. Anyway, this just um, yeah, <laughs> I was I, generous in my edited review. This was not yeah. a three out of five show. This is a two out of five at best. I agree. It was. Yeah, I have nothing else to add. This was a two out of five show. Sorry. Ooh. This was an NXT 2.0 out of five. Hey, hey, that works. That works. So sort of. don't give that face. Yeah, that was that was all right, Pete. That was all right. Anyway, uh, let's get into the rest of your ultra chats here, everybody. Last chance to get those in at wrestletalk.com forward slash support. 
Uh, we'll read all the ones that are five bucks and up. By the time uh, the show goes off the air, Lakshmi comes in again to say, you know what? I want to blame Triple H for this. He should have won the damn Wednesday Night Wars. <laughs> now Vince and Nick Khan just grabbed his legendary not used for long shovel and buried NXT with it. What cruel irony. Oh, man. I mean, that's... I do feel the connection at times where I'm just like, like, I I love AEW, Mm -hmm. you know, but I look at what I used to love and be like, wow, AEW, you sure killed that thing that I loved, didn't you? Mm -hmm. You And the thing is, (laughs) AEW is great. Didn't just kill NXT. Kind of killed New Japan as well. Mm. A little bit. That's a good point. Kill a little bit of that too, you know. Uh, sacrifices. I, I, I really loved New Japan. <laughs> I, I know, right? really love New Japan. Uh, it hurts. Un- uncomfortable truths. Hard pills Ooh. to swallow. Um, mm. Lakshmi again says, uh, if we want to play devil's advocate, to be fair, NXT 2.0 is kind of preparing the stars for the main roster, especially with what Raw has become these days. Yes, they are. It, it is its main roster light. It is. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, I just don't like the main roster. <laughs> yeah. Go. That's the thing. If I had if I had faith that this new version of NXT would translate to wrestlers actually being used well on the main roster, like they're Vince's guys all the way through, then I'd be like, maybe, yeah, that's a silver lining to it. You know, if Braun Breaker, if this means Braun Breaker doesn't get ruined on the main roster, but I still don't have faith that that's even going to happen. No. I don't have any faith in WWE's booking. Absolutely not. Uh, Vault Knight says, you guys are doing a great service watching and reviewing Raw 2.0. It's funny. I like it. Uh, yeah. James James Handley says, Brand Breaker saying the S word uh, was a simple, healthy reminder to everyone to consume a fiber-rich diet. Regular bowel movements are a necessity for personal health, and he should be commended for promoting healthy eating and vomiting. Jam that jam. Steiner who? He's just going to become brand breaker in my mind if y'all keep this up. Mm-hmm. Sure is. Uh, <laughs> William Tokji Jr. says, uh, after WWE rules, I've lost all interest in going to SmackDown this Friday, even with the draft. I'm already not enjoying myself, and this show is two days away. It might be fun. Draft yeah. shows could be superficial nonsense and could be fun. Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't been a big f- I used to really like the draft shows that they did like a decade ago. With the winner, 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 winner. Wow. Yep. Kane. It's Kane. Yeah. The SmackDown. I liked it when they did that kind of thing because it was it was fun and a way to make all the matches kind of interesting. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a huge fan of like doing an actual draft where it's like and raw picks. Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. Yeah. No. I don't know. Go to SmackDown. Make the best of it. Heckle the wrestlers or something. I don't know. Eh, why not? Lakshmi says, uh, also, this is one day too late, but it is hard to support Gorg for protecting his kid. His kid? His kid. His kid. Yeah. <laughs> Gorg's uh, kid. <laughs> especially when he confessed that he choked his kid because Gorg Jr. was smiling after the hurt lock. Could have made that confession after the crown jewel trip, you know? I mean, he also bicep curls his babies, as we saw in the picture on Raw. And he's oh, going to murder Bobby Lashley. He's, he said kill. He's going to kill him. Stick those two in a match. Pansy, do it. You're yeah. either a liar or a murderer. Take your pick. 
Nate S says, uh, just wanted to say thanks, Pete. As someone who also struggles, these are important points if we're ever going to change the stigma on mental health. Not very healish, though. Are you a tweener now? Hard to keep up with all your gimmicks. Keep on jamming. Thank you very much, Nate. What's a gimmick? And What's a gimmick? What's a tweener? What's a heel? What are you on about? Uh, Fred Verst says, uh, I don't watch NXT, so nothing to add. Just here to support WrestleTalk. Hashtag jam that jam. Hashtag lash that legend. No. <laughs> Bad. Don't do that. I, I, I refute the lashing of that legend. <laughs> Let's not do that. Oh, man. Anyway, I believe that is it for the Ultra Chats. And that is going to do it for this episode of the NXT podcast. Thank you very much, everyone, for watching. We've overran a little bit, but that's fine. I had some things to say. We had some important things to say. Um, sure did. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't been to WrestleTalk's Patreon page yet, by the way, we're going to be recording WrestleTalk After Dark in about 20 minutes. Um, so that will be up later today for the $10 tier where a bunch of us just get on call and we have a drink and we have a good time and we talk nonsense. It's going to be a good time. So go over to WrestleTalk's Patreon page, WrestleTalk.com forward, nope, pa- patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk. Almost. Um, for sure. And, uh, and, and check that out. And uh, yeah, if you are watching on Catch Up, please press the videos that have just appeared on the screen to catch up with more awesome WrestleTalk podcast content and the button in the middle that will take you over to that Patreon page that I just mentioned. I have been Chubba Pete Quinnell, your Jam That Champion. I've been joined by my intangible co-host, Tempest the Wrestler, Lust Intangibles for Life, uh, Jam, Jam, L, W, The Boom. The boom. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Well, that was a fun review. We were super positive all the time. Oh, yeah. We sure were. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. God. Save me. Uh, like for obviously peeing back the curtain we record the outro before we've gone live i can already tell how the show is gonna go it's gonna be a good time it's gonna be a good time today um but regardless uh tell you what tempest i had i had a, I had a weird thing yesterday i want to talk about mm. i was just chilling at home i was just about to get ready for bed i just uh, i just uh, video called my parents and was just gonna get ready for bed and um had some music on listen to the doom soundtrack because doom soundtrack real good um, wasn't the quietest, had my headset on and everything, but I heard this noise over the sound of the Doom soundtrack in my headset that I was playing loudly, and I was like, what the hell is that? Kind of put put one at one ear out so I could hear it, and it was the wind outside had suddenly gotten very, very strong, and I was like, that's unusual, why is it so loud? Took my headset off, and I was like, wait, that's, that's really loud, what the hell? <laughs> Went over to the window and saw, like, huge blustering wind coming through i was like what the hell's going on and looked out like my balcony to to see what was going on literally looked like a hurricane scene outside literally like trees were like bending over this like rain and wind going everywhere leaves and everything being blown about all over the place outside i was like this is unusual why is huh this is like this was freaking me out at this point because this is like the strongest wind that i've ever seen with my own eyes in person i've not seen on like a video or anything i was like this looks like a hurricane what the hell is happening and then heard this massive bang from downstairs and i was like what's <laughs> going on and that sounded like like a tree collapsed and hit a building or something like what is happening i got so freaked out and then the wind just died down to normal levels and i was like 
What? Huh? What? What just happened? <laughs> that huh? I got the so end freaked is out. It was literally, I was just like, "Has God just smoked someone? Like, what? <laughs> what, what was that?" And I took to Twitter to ask, and I was like, "That was such a strange experience. What happened? The wind got so intense, then it died down." And someone told me they said that's what's called a microburst. Um, happens in like thunderstorms and stuff. We get them in the valley where I live every so often. Googled a microburst, and I was like. That's probably what it was. It's basically just like a massive buildup of like energy and stuff, and it just collapses into one being like, and like all comes out very quickly and then dies down very quickly. Super freaky though. Oh my god, I got so my adrenaline was going. After that. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't get to sleep for a little bit after that because I got freaked out to say the least. It was super weird. I, I love I love learning about like new things like that because mm. it really it just. Every so often, I'm sitting there and I'm just like, yeah, we're just kind of at the mercy of nature every right? so often, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, something like that could just happen and just like, oh, the the world is just going to decide that in this tiny little pocket right here, it's just going to cause massive destruction. Mm. Like, trees could fall down, knock out power wires, whatever, and then it's just like, well, you're just out of luck for yeah. a certain amount of time. Just because the the mother nature just decided to blow her nose right there. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, it's so insane. Like you, you, you always have these moments where you're just like, you, you oh, for me anyway, it's just the sheer awe of the power of mother nature as a whole. It's like, damn, like we are completely insignificant in the yep. grand scheme of things, huh? Isn't that crazy? Um, and that that, that was one of them, huh? bit terrifying bit terrifying yeah a little bit had one of those last night it was um a time is what it was yeah um i've got a um i've got an email here from uh the headmaster jonathan headman um Ooh. on a completely different topic um which just says hello pete and tempest i hope uh, this finds you well i'll see this much later i wanted to thank you pete your artwork in the fan quizzle mania started my streak of correct answers that led to my winning the latest <laughs> quiz <laughs> On the other hand, Tempest, uh, Tempest ended my streak of correct answers. Anyway, thanks for the excitement. An excellent podcast. I won't get to watch the live stream this weekend, as I'll be at work. Jam that jam, Jonathan the Headmaster Headman. Thank you for the email. And yes, congratulations to Jonathan Headman, who won the latest fan quizzle mania, which was Ooh. last week? Question mark. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I think my artwork for that was outstanding. Thank you very much. Um, it, it's my, my usual top tier drawing. Uh, is what people got to experience. I thought it was great. Um, for the, we do the fan quiz on our Patreon page, by the way, patreon.com slash WrestleTalk. And it's the the kind of round where you have 30 seconds to draw something, but I just draw stuff, and then people have to guess what it was my, my prompt was. And Andy did not hand me some very nice things to draw. No. No, he oh. did not. No. I mean, what are you going to do when you got to draw Edge and Lita's live sex celebration, and you've got 30 seconds? You're going to draw a penis. I'm sorry. It's just the way it goes. I, make the I, I thought that one was choppy choppy or pee pee because the two people <laughs> the two people on the bed looked like a pair of scissors and i know they didn't oh, use scissors yeah. to do yeah. the deed but still, still it's, yeah yeah that one got me that's yeah i mean i didn't know what else to do man how you gonna they didn't even show anything like it was a bed they were completely covered like you couldn't see anything mm. happening you can't just draw people having sex that's weird that's you not know? entirely true pete well, uh, yeah, they weren't yeah. entirely covered. They were supposed to be entirely covered. Indeed. Uh, um, 
Yeah. The audio, um, the audio from that left unchecked for future recordings of Raw was uh, was something. You just oh, yeah. John, Jonathan Coachman just yeah, and they did it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just all, all three of the men just kind of being like, oh, a woman. Yeah. God, what a terrible time we used to live in. Anyway, that is going to do it for this episode of the WrestleTalk Podcast. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Really do appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back with more content soon. And maybe we can take over the AEW review next week. We'll, we'll get on that. We'll see if we can take over. LAW takeover, takeover next week. Maybe. We'll see. Thank you for listening. Love you very much. Stay safe. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.